Hi, my name is Rob Scott from UC Today News, and welcome to our monthly Microsoft Teams news update. So today's update is sponsored by New Wave, so thanks very much for that. Um, as always, I'm joined by Tom Abuthnot, UC Solutions Architect, Microsoft Certified Master and MVP. Welcome, Tom. How's it going? Yeah, good, Rob. Thanks. How are you? Very good. Very good. March is here. I can't believe it's. I mean, how fast is this year going? Oh my god! Yeah, it, it's crazy. I couldn't believe we've already hit March. It's uh, it's flying, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And lots happening. It seems so. Uh, it's interesting times. Um, you know, not just on the Microsoft Teams front, but the rest of the world as well. So uh, yeah, yeah, crazy times, obviously. Yeah, indeed. But um, a few things happening this month. Um, you know, to talk about. So I mean, in terms of top, what's top, on top of what's that's on the top of your list this month, Tom. Uh, you know, there's something a little bit special, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. We're actually heading towards Teams' uh, fifth birthday. So uh, Teams, if you can remember this far back, was announced November 2016, and it was in preview for for quite a while, and and then it was officially GA'd on the 14th of March 2017. So this will be the the, the fifth year of the Teams. That's good. I mean, maybe we should sing Happy Birthday. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, I think maybe we'll give that a miss, but uh, the intent's there. Um, it's quite quite interesting. I I I did a I've got a bit of a blog post coming on it, and uh, I've been looking at some of the stats over the years. But I mean, I don't think obviously that the pandemic has had a massive impact on the whole industry. Um, but if you look at the stats now for Teams, it's you know it's three hundred and thirty thousand companies using it, two hundred and seventy million monthly active users, ninety percent of the Fortune five hundred. Um, Teams rooms doubled at the calendar end of last year, so that the, the growth over that five years is just phenomenal. Yeah, it's it's significant, isn't it? And I think we, we, we're ever going to see another UC uh, platform like it in it, certainly in my lifetime, I imagine. So, um, yeah, well, hats off to Microsoft. Five years old, I can't believe it, but uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's it's been a journey, I can imagine, for them, and uh, certainly anyone anyone and everyone has been involved in the Microsoft Teams. Uh, you know, uh, product over those years. So yeah, it'd be interesting like, to see how how the next few years go with all the kind of metaverse excitement and and AI and augmented reality and all these different things. Like where where will we be in in five years time as far as this industry goes? It's, it's almost impossible to predict that far out, but it, it certainly feels like Teams is here to stay by the usage numbers. Yeah, absolutely, and that's maybe something we're going to have to say for another podcast. But uh, you know, certainly adding another dimension to Microsoft Teams—that's already started to happen in a way, hasn't it? So um, it would be interesting to see what they do with you know Microsoft Mesh and you know the whole kind of mixed reality piece as well going forward. It's bound to happen at some point, you know. Definitely. Good stuff. Okay, so first on the list today, we said we'd talk about shared channels. Uh, talk to us about that one because you know it's intercompany kind of shared channels, isn't it? Yeah, well, this is also called Teams Connect, which is in no way related to anybody else's feature. That's also called Connect. Um, so this is the ability to have a channel in a team and have guests or external people, people from different companies, in that channel and they don't have to switch tenants to get to it. So it lives in their teams by default. It lives in your teams by default. And it's just a lot slicker experience for cross-tenant cross collaboration, basically. Uh, you, you would have heard us talk about this before. It's been due and in, in kind of private testing for quite a long time. So this month, it's finally coming to public preview. And I think this will have quite a big impact in terms of how people use Teams because it really makes 
cross-company collaboration a lot slicker than it was previously. Does that improve the kind of sharing experience on channels as well, Tom, or not? Because by default, I think, as far as I'm concerned, you can you can't share unless there's a, there's a few kind of lim, not limitations, but kind of restrictions, and probably for security reasons, but around kind of sharing yeah, content. Yeah, there are some there are some subtle weirdnesses about having channels and guests that guests can't get to this thing can't get to that thing it, it will be a bit slicker everything in that shared channel is, is accessible to everybody so yeah it should should be slicker and i think ultimately that that model will replace the the tenant switching microsoft aren't saying that they're saying that both exist but i can't see a need for both once that shared channels scenario gets gets fully kind of baked fantastic well let's see how that plays out i'm interested in that one um Number two on the list, we said we'd talk about LinkedIn and Microsoft Teams. That's an interesting one. Tell us more. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, to be honest, you would have expected this sooner. So, Microsoft bought LinkedIn way back in 2016, uh, $26.2 so no small amount of money. And at the time, they were like, you know, the value here is integrating Office and integrating Dynamics. Um, and there was a bit of a, a kerfuffle with Salesforce about, you know, anti-competitiveness and having that much of an asset. It really is a huge asset. And obviously LinkedIn has continued to grow since then. And I think it's probably arguably more popular than ever. In I terms think it's of like platform. 600 million daily active users or, or registered users or something like that. It's huge. Yeah. Huge. They've made a, they've made a pretty impressive pivot from a, a CV platform, essentially, to a genuine social network, which is not an easy thing to pull off. I think they've done a really good job there. Um, but yeah, so so it, for a while we've had integration into Outlook where if you hover over somebody and you've got it enabled, you can see their LinkedIn profile. Um, so that, that kind of functionality is coming to Teams now. So initially it will just be on one-to-one -one chat for internal users on your tenant, which is fairly limited. I mean, if you're in a big company, that's still useful. Um, but, but shortly after that, it will be external chat as well. So even federated chat, you'll be able to see a bit more detail about who that person is, their profile, their photo, all from LinkedIn. Uh, and I hope we'll get to see more and more integration of that LinkedIn data into the Teams experience, into the contact cards, maybe using the photos, that kind of thing, because it's a real asset to have that database of, of all those details. Um, Dom Kent, who's uh, one of the guys who does some some writing for various UC uh, blogs, was saying that another platform has LinkedIn data on the, the lobby join screen, which I think is a really good idea um, to have pre-join, like here's the people you're about to meet, here's a few details about them. So that, that's the kind of thing Microsoft could do potentially as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's adding, you know, a, it's, I suppose it's contextualizing the experience a little bit more, isn't it, for, the, for meetings and meeting, the, you know, when you are connecting to new people. Absolutely, I can see that. And I think that's uh, that's real value add, you know, and, you know, plugging LinkedIn into Teams. I just hope they do it, you know, uh, as you say, kind of, they go kind of full throttle on it and kind of add LinkedIn kind of context and information wherever they can. I think that would be really good. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, we'll see more of that. So that's that's rolling out in preview at the moment, and it should be out by uh, April time. Fantastic. We'll be looking out for that one. Next up, we said we talk about uh, local time being added to the people profile. 
Yeah, really, really little feature. Um, so when you hover over somebody in, in Teams, in your tenant, you'll be able to see their local time. Um, we used to have this in Skype, even in Link, way back in the day, but it kind of fell away. Um, but it's back in Teams now. And, uh, and although it's a little feature, it's really handy when you work in a multinational to just at a glance be able to check somebody's time. So nice little feature there, I think. Yeah, I can see that. I work in multiple time zones, and I think that's really useful. Uh, but again, it for organisations, I suppose, that just reside in the UK or the US, for example, it's it, it's uh, it is a tiny feature that, that may never get used. But uh, yeah, yeah, nice bit of value there. Great stuff. Next, we said we'd talk about Microsoft Teams devices certification end dates. Yeah, this was a, a really hot blog post uh, I did this month. That's been provoked a lot of conversation so Microsoft added on their documentation a current certification end date for all Android devices um, now that was not a public date previously so a device was certified let's say a, you know an audio code dream system or a Crestron or Lenovo whoever um, you could see it was certified and it was supported but what what Microsoft wanted to make clearer was that the Android version the underlying OS version needs to be updated to stay in certification because they don't want to be supporting very old versions of Android for security reasons. Um, so that kind of made it very public and avert that your OEM device vendor has to have a plan to update Android to stay in the certification program, uh, which then obviously spiked a whole lot of conversations. I, I spoke to all the OEMs. They're all very receptive to have the chat. Um, as yet, um, nobody really has a clear public statement about we're going to guarantee we upgrade to Android version X or Android version Y. Um, all the OEMs are working on that. Some have put out statements already saying they're committed to doing it, Logi are committed, Poly are committed. Um, but I I'm trying to gather on that blog the official support stance for each of the vendors because it's quite an important thing when you're investing money in kit to know what the life cycle of that kit is. Yeah, because imagine certainly one that can catch people out unless they do uh... You know, read, read read the notes and read the blogs. So uh, definitely you know, stay, stay in tune with Tom's blog on that one. So next up, we said we talk about Logitech. Uh, Logitech Roommate, tell us more. Yeah, this is really cool. I think um, a new type of device. So this is a, a compute unit. Um, think kind of physically, kind of Intel Nook kind of compute unit, but an Android compute unit that runs Microsoft Teams room systems. So you can take this Android compute box and plug in your various Logitech uh, USB devices, you know, cameras and mics, but you can also plug in um, Biamp, uh, QSC audio systems, Shure audio and Telemix um, systems. So not just Logitech, but also some ecosystem vendors. And this is something that people have been asking for for a while, the idea of having a, a separate compute unit for Android devices, because previously all the Android devices have been self-contained units. So at the point where the Android compute wasn't right, you would swap the whole unit out. Whereas here, you can mix and match different devices and have the same compute unit. That sounds like a good move from Logitech. Yeah, good. Plug in that gap. Yeah, there's been loads of interest in it. So it's a very hot hot product and hot conversation at the moment. So clearly there is some interest in, in that type of form. And, and is that out now, Tom? Yep. Yeah, it's been out as a unit for quite a while, um, but they were waiting for the team certification. So they have an OS called Collab OS and they update that and uh, that will be now officially supported on Teams or it is now officially supported on Teams, I should say. 
Next up, we said we'd talk about Sennheiser, Tom. They've got a new Team Connect Intelligence Speaker product. Tell us more. Yeah, this is really interesting. This is the, um, the one of the new intelligence speakers that are team certified to pick up um, people's voices within a room, to get up to 10 people in a meeting, and it will do audio transcription and assignment of who's speaking. So it will say, Rob said this, Tom said that. Um, for it to work, you need to enroll yourself in voice recognition on, on Microsoft Office 365. You need to be on a US tenant at the moment, so limited to the US only. Um, and you need to have a higher upload bandwidth in the room, so up to seven megabytes to deal with the video and the audio. But um, it's really interesting that this is the first wave of this technology, but the idea that you can have accurate transcription and assignment, and obviously you can see where this is going in terms of intelligent meetings, you can start to see um, who's talking in the room, smarter framing around the active speaker, for example, because we know who they are both audibly and, and from a video point of view. Uh, so um, I've got one of these coming, so it will we'll be interesting to see if the, the marketing uh, uh, is as good as the reality, because it seems like quite a hard challenge to have 10 different people in the room and accurately uh, accurately identify who's speaking and what the transcription is. Yeah, it's very clever, isn't it? And, and I suppose the better that technology gets, you know, it really just opens the door for more AI kind of enhanced experiences in the, in the meeting room, as you say, you know, just adding in more intelligence uh, to the to the experience. I think that's really cool. I'm looking forward to seeing that in action. Yeah, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how it works. Only only with Teams rooms on Windows at the moment, so you just have one of those and one of these speakers. So we'll uh, we'll see how it goes. But I'm going to give it a bit of a road test, so I'll, I'll, I'll be doing a blog on how well it stood up in the real world pretty soon. Great, and is that out now, available? To yeah, yeah, I think they're shipping now and, and they're, they're certified now. So, yeah, you can uh, talk to your Sennheiser rep and, and get hold of those. Fantastic. Well, that's it for the news. Uh, we said we'd just plug a few events, though, because it is event season. There's a few interesting events uh, happening right now uh, and across the month of March and April. So, uh, first of all, we've got uh, Enterprise Connect. Tom, are you going to be there? Yeah, no, I'm actually not there this year, which uh, is I'm starting to feel quite jealous now. It's ramping up. Uh, I, I couldn't really... Uh, take the time away to travel this year with the with the new business ramping up but it's going to be a really good event um quite, quite a few big speakers there obviously and some some big announcements so we'll be keeping a, a close eye on that are you over rob yeah I'm, I'm heading over um can't wait to be honest because uh you know it is uh, it's a fantastic in-person event uh in north america um but it's uh yeah great to catch up with everyone face to face after spending so long talking to everyone through the screen so uh, yeah looking forward to that yeah, definitely. Yeah, first first kind of big UC event, I think. Next up, we said we talk about uh, Teams Nation, or certainly plug Teams Nation, because you're attending Teams Nation, is that correct? Yeah, yeah, I'll be attending, and I'm doing a session on um, comparing uh, calling plans to Operator Connect direct routing, which should be really fun. Um, that is on the Wednesday, the 23rd, and there's just loads of sessions, loads of speakers. I think it's something like 150 MVPs are involved all around the world. So, uh, yeah, hats off to those guys pulling a, a massive event together and just loads of really good sessions. Great. And finally, there's a new kid in town and it's UC Expo, which everyone knows UC Expo, but it's UC Expo in Manchester. Yeah, yeah. So this is going to be fun. Um, UC Expo, obviously, big, big UC show in London. Um, they've, they've previously done shows like IP Expo in Manchester, but this is a legit UC Expo in, in Manchester and part of, uh, I think it's Manchester Tech Week. So there's a whole bunch of events happening that week in Manchester, which should be really cool. 
It is. Are you going? Are you heading over? You got? Are you doing a, a session or yeah. two? Yeah, I've got a couple of um, a couple of panels I'm doing um, around kind of teams, hybrid working, security, and we're going to be doing a, a teams fireside chat live. Um, there's a, a, a pretty big uh, customer coming to talk on that, just locking that down the, the final details. But uh, yeah, so we'll be doing a, a live chat with a, a, a big multinational teams customer and some panels. And there's a whole lot of good sessions over those two days. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it too because it's uh, it's under an hour from my house, which is you know what, certainly one big benefit. And uh, yeah, I'm doing a, a, a session or two there as well, so I'm, I'm really keen to kind of you know get some more in-person events at the moment. It just feels like that, you know, that kind of everyone's in that mood, aren't they, to get out and kind of shake hands again. So definitely. Um, so yeah, that's 27th, 28th of April. So uh, a little bit of time to get yourself booked up for that. But yeah, it'll be uh, be a really good one, I think. Absolutely. And if you've missed any of those dates or anything like that, we'll jump, we'll put some links in the description. So, you know, click those and uh, register for those events. They'll be fantastic. But that's it from us today. And if you've enjoyed today's session, please subscribe to UC Today News and give this video a quick share on social as it's always appreciated. And certainly thanks to Tom. Jump on Tom's blog as well to keep up to date with all the latest news. But if you are a Microsoft Teams fan, you can connect with Tom or myself on LinkedIn and Twitter. And our social links are, are also in the description. Thanks again, Tom. Really good to see you. Yeah, cheers, Rob. Yeah, it's been fun. Enjoy Enterprise Connect. And uh, next month, we'll be talking about everything that happened there, no doubt. Absolutely. And we'll bring all the news to our audience again. Uh, so hopefully some big updates and whatnot, and some interesting things happening. So, But that's it for now. I'm Rob Scott from UC Today. We'll be back again next month. Thanks for watching.